Honey, you're ruining our kid with Charlotte and Tina, a Go Loud parenting podcast proudly sponsored by Buy Me. The only way to get done stores delivered to your door in as little as an hour. Shop the full range of grocery products handpicked by your Buy Me personal shopper. T's and C's apply. You're very welcome to the turmoil episode of Honey, You're Ruining Our Kid. <laughs> you got turmoil in your house, then your house is pretty normal. Yeah. But no house is ever plain sailing at any moment in time. But this week we've got three questions around that kind of turmoil, that sense that is my kid doing this because of all of the mad stuff mm. and how frenetic our life is at the moment? Three doozies, Tina. How's your week been? Oh, look, we... You know, everyone's had a mad week, I'm sure, but we Very just tough. we just haven't had a great run of luck lately. Mm. Well, well, We've been at so many funerals. It's yeah, like, but that's, oh my god! And like it feels selfish to say day. that that's our luck because it's obviously just it's part of our life and other no, people's. No, oh no, it's just so depressingly sad. Yeah, and the oldest like there absolute, just seems to be a bad juju in the air or something. Yeah, my auntie got in touch today to say she had. A mass said for us. I was like, that's the most father Ted For you thing. and me. Yeah, for our family. That is, that is the most father Ted thing like, I've ever that's heard. That's the most father Ted thing I've ever heard. But it's I was like, going on. you know, we, we won't say no to it. But I always think that <laughs> that's living. That's life. It's the rough and the smooth. Yeah. And it's very philosophical of me to say. And I'd imagine that if you're going through a tough time right now, the last thing you want to hear is somebody going, well, sure, isn't that life? I, I mean... It is, Darling, I'm not religious at all, but this week we went to one of the saddest funerals I've ever been to, mm-hmm. and the man who had passed away was religious, mm-hmm. and it got me thinking, God, is it just easier sometimes? Oh, that was Charlotte Regan's phone. It got me thinking sometimes. Sometimes, maybe, you know, even if you don't believe in it, maybe it's just easier just to, pretend. to pretend. I mean, what do you mean? I don't know. I was sitting there in a church and because I knew that this lovely man who had been through a fucking nightmare had this fate. And then the priest was explaining that fate to his children. And then they were like, it's all going to be okay." I was like, Hmm. maybe sometimes this religion is is nice because those kids were like, my dad's going to be fine because he's going where he told us he's going and now this priest in well, this massive church is telling us that. I fundamentally believe that that's why you know, religion came about was that you needed a sense that everything was going to be it's okay. It's one of the only, it's one of the few times it's ever made sense to me hmm. because it really hmm. seemed to help those kids. Well, we've done a bunch of episodes around mm. grief in the last couple of weeks, bunch of questions yeah. around it. Because it is one of the biggest challenges you're going to face. Like, let's face it, it's the it's a fascination yeah. for all kids. Oh, Finality, just... numbers, time, infinity, all of that. It's so funny how philosophical and metaphysical the thoughts of youngsters is. And then it gets knocked out of you as you go along. I know. And you stop thinking about the eternal. Well, they speak so much more sense than we do about everything. <laughs> but like, I mean, it ripped our hearts out of our chest this week. Mm. That was one of the toughest things I've ever been But to. even if your turmoil isn't around loss, yeah. like a lot of the turmoil that we're seeing in the world today relates to the very basic stuff like housing and cost of living and just yeah. getting by on a shoestring. Yeah. Uh, we we have we don't have the answers. No. I mean, at the end of the day, this podcast has never presented itself as we will solve all your problems. But coming here 
and hearing what other people are going through might make you feel less alone and as a result this podcast is creating a community of moms dads yeah. parents guardians who are emailing us at honey you're ruining our kid Actually, at gmail.com loads of people who aren't parents are emailing us on behalf of their friends mm. who are parents and also so we funny. did the lot of tonight so if we win the 70 million we will share it <laughs> yeah yeah just disperse it <laughs> we will disperse it among one everyone. dollar among every <laughs> one of the 70 million listeners yeah. that we have uh, let's get straight into it though tina we got some doozies here for you guys to listen to this week Hey yo, hey honey, you're ruining our kid is my all-time favourite parenting pod. Like your emailer last week, I've struggled to get through any other parenting podcast. I just can't stand the lecturing. But that is not what we get with your podcast, so thank you so much for making it. I've got a very special question for you this week. Is it wrong to ask grandparents or relations to text or call if they have to go somewhere while watching your kiddos. Not that I don't trust them. I just would like to know where my child is. Looking forward to your reply. Anonymous. I mean, first that, of all, thank you for the kind oh words. Oh my God, that's such a good you know, question. Great question. That's though. amazing. Because it's incredible the insult that this can cause. Simply mm-hmm. asking... Uh, could you let me know if you decide to go bowling or if you decide to take them off somewhere? And that is very much of another time here, isn't it? This is very much... Yeah, well, I think the thing is they go straight to offence. But actually, you're just so worried about leaving them that just for your own peace of mind, you would like to know where they are. Who are you telling? Yeah. Who are you it's telling? It's so tough. This is the this, this question I'm not afraid to ask. Is it's very tricky because it also show. depends on the people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you nearly have to ask yourself: Well, am I? Am I comfortable mm-hmm. with this? Mm. Am I comfortable? You have to be totally comfortable with the people that you're giving your kids over to. Yeah. And it sounds like she's well, you not. do a very good joke about this. What's that? I love it that you say that you know. The people who are the most tired at your shows. Oh yeah. Well, parents. this is in the new shows. So you just give me a little preview with a new uh, stand-up show. Joke. That uh, there's two types of people at the show. There's mm. people that have kids and people mm-hmm. that don't. Mm-hmm. And the people who have kids at the show are more important. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, they have spent more to be here. Oh. <laughs> they have literally paid. Yeah. Local teenagers. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny to, when you think about it it's like little like just because they're local yeah not because they're trustworthy because they're the best teenagers <laughs> available in the postcode yeah to entrusted their firstborn with these teenagers or worse yeah elderly relatives who they completely disagree with <laughs> On how kids should be raised. I love that joke so much. <laughs> this is my oh, favorite joke yeah. because, uh, like, all of my jokes are just jokes, right? But yeah. there's always truth, right? The the truth is what's funny. Yeah, you do trust these teenagers. You're obviously she's not talking about teenagers no, that are taking she, these yeah. kids out on play dates, but when it is the older generation that think I should be entitled to do what I want with your kid when I have well, them in did, my care. This is the the thing, though, Charlotte, isn't it? That when you do have people who are willing to mind your child and let you go out, you actually have to go all rules out the window a little bit. 
Tina. Definitely I did. You should be grateful. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No, no, as in I was grateful. I was grateful that if your kid is happy with that person, that's the only thing that matters. It's a bonus if they let you know where they're going to be. Because you're just like, you're just trying not to blow it the whole time. You're and like, lose I've, that person who will yeah, take care of your kid. You're like, I've got this one person who my kid actually likes going to. They feel safe there. That person loves them back. I know they're going to feed them. And I it's have just, the answer. What is it? I have the answer. Track them. Oh, God. You're always trying to do that. The apple. <laughs> you can't do that, pinging. Charlotte. That's against you can put, the law. Look, people are putting these on their dogs. They're putting them in their you kids. put it on your grandparents' kids, car. Uh, backpack. You literally put it in your kid's um, uh, shoe. And wherever they are with them, you know where they've gone. I'm sorry. That's the life. The basis of this is she should be able to ask. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) I did a I did an episode once of a a podcast I made called Men Behaving Better. And the Mm. question in Men Behaving Better in this episode was at Christmas, should I call out my relatives on their racist chat yeah i loved the men behaving better podcast okay thank you but the opinion was split okay even these super woke comedians that i was talking to Mm. were like "Mm, i don't know if you're going to change your family or are you going to change your dynamic of you essentially that's what i'm saying is that you uh, you have to think so you're saying these people are giving up their time to mind your kid uh-huh. as long as you know that your kid is happy feels safe there then you got to kind of roll with the bunches because you can't be ungrateful they're giving mm. up their time yeah and i think that um you know once your kid is loved back they're happy to have your kid if there's any of those are the problems that those are red flags but if it's just that in the spur of the moment they decide to th- take your kid mm. out I absolutely think you should know these things, but I don't think you're going to get to know them. Right. So what is an Apple uh, chip? Gerald, I'm so not on board with that. That's Um, just wrong. That's an invasion of privacy. You either trust the person or you don't. I think it's a safety thing with your kid. No. Come on, honey. That's chipping your kid, essentially. No. What? No, honey. This is wrong. What's wrong with that? No. No. Ha, well, hold on. You you're telling you're me You're telling me that you 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 would put one of those in your kid's bag like when your kid has your... a mobile phone, you're already tracking them. That's different. You can't trust them anymore when they're teenagers. When <laughs> 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 they're little, they're they're grand. They're, but they're still able to contact you at that point. But if they're with their elderly relatives, they can say, Mom, just to let you know they're taking me to the cliffs of Moher and they're insisting I scale them on my own. <laughs> scale the cliffs of Moher. <laughs> Is this normal? Is this a family <laughs> thing? There's a rope bridge. They it's want me to. It's a tricky enough question because the Apple AirTag, no thirty-three, fifty-four. That's all it's going to cost you. You've trapped your THs like Mikey has his movie. You just said thirty-three. You're, you're losing your hearing. Say it again. Thirty-three, there fifty-four. You again, you can get yourself an Apple AirTag on Amazon, and all of this problem goes away. From that point on, you know exactly where your kid is. And if they take him out, you know. No, Jared, this is so wrong. Tina, if your kid gets abducted, you'd be pretty happy you've got the Apple AirTag. No, hon, come on. I mean, this is crazy now. What? If you're leaving, she said she's leaving them with his his or her grandparents. You can't tag that kid. 
you have to trust them. You're doing that thing that your dad did at dinner when I said, what's the difference between scallions and spring (laughs) onions? And he said, there's a big difference. And I said, what is it? And he goes, well, there's a big difference. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing that. You can't do it. No, you can't. Why not? It's an invasion. No, it's. What? No, you either. No, look, you Uh, either have to be brave and say, I need to know or you don't need to know. You can't just sneak behind their back and tag your child and then pretend not to know where they went. My question is, do I have a right to know the whereabouts of my child? You do. That is the question in this email. And of course, in a perfect world. If I do, then I have a right to stick a tag in their shoe. I am going to disagree with you on this. And I would love to hear what you guys think on this. Yeah, this might yeah, be the actually, biggest disagreement we we've had on the podcast to, yeah, we might have to since open it day up. one. Because for me, I just knew I you were away all the time working. I needed someone I could rely on. I was so grateful for that. And I was not going to rock the boat because I knew my kid was happy and loved. So what if you're talking person, about it from a dad? Point what of if view? the person that you this is what it comes down to. And please don't eat hunky dories on the podcast. Sorry. Everyone can hear you crunching on the sorry, microphone. Sorry, She's munching down the hunky-dories. <laughs> this is not a product placement. Even though you can get hunky-dories on buymeme.ie. <laughs> the, the, we are agreeing. Okay. You're saying, be grateful you've got somebody to look after your No, kid. no, I'm saying it's not you fair, but you have to, you kind of have to yeah. weigh it up and think, is it worth the hassle? You know? Well, uh, my point is that people can find themselves having to having to i demand some time with your my niece Mm. and now it's like oh my god i've got to let the kid stay with this uncle and he is barely able to take care of himself no you don't ever have to do that that's ridiculous this happens you mightn't think it happens but it does people hand over their kids to people they're like let me know where you're going to be mm. with the kid. And they're like, yeah, we will see it like seven. Yeah, no, I get every. You need an screaming. Apple AirTag in your kid's shoe. I want to hear your opinions <laughs> on this. Honey, you're ruining our kid at gmail.com to tag or not to tag. That's the question. <laughs> Tina and Jarth, I have a question for you guys. I love this. Straight to the point. What do you do when your kid sends sexual emojis to oh, another no. student? Sexual. Sexual. Sex. Stimulator. <laughs> My t- our this kid- parent's worried to me. You're laughing away. <laughs> but but this kid- kid's 11. What kind of punishment do you do? I love this. She's like, skip all <laughs> the discussion around. I love this parent. Let's just cut to the chase. I'm not talking to her about this. How hard am I to come down on this kid? Oh, I love it. What kind of punishment would you do? She's 11, fifth class. She's mortified, but the school are involved now and it's an absolute mess. Oh, no. To say the very least. Love the podcast. Keep them coming. Huh. Firstly, straight to the point email has to be said. I has love, to be said. Must and be a West of Ireland I think email. I have to explain the stimulator stuff. The stimulator. Mikey is playing a game called Farming Simulator. Farm Simulator, yeah. And every time I say it, I say, how's the form- farming stimulator? <laughs> but your whole family can't say the word simulator. Mom can. The whole family <laughs> says, like, you're on the horse stimulator. <laughs> Down at the jockey centre where they train the jockeys. The jockeys are all getting the ride off the horse stimulator. And I'm like, I fucking hope not. 
They're not meant to be in there. That's for the stud farm. That has a function. It's so embarrassing. And tonight on the way home, I noticed one of the parents from Mikey's school and I was like, hey, how are you? She and makes then me pull in the car, talks out the window yeah, to this woman. I was so excited because this woman's actually nice to me. The kids wearing one a John Deere. One of the few Deere. people who speak to me at the school we go to. Sorry. <laughs> the kids wearing a John Deere tractor hat. <laughs> and Tina says, oh, are you uh, into farm stimulator too? <laughs> Jared's face and I'm like oh no I did it again because it's like three or four times a day like I I find Tina's mispronunciations funny like Anthony Hopkins I've stopped doing that Triantula I've stopped doing that these are all funny Mm -hmm. farm stimulator (laughs) sorry that's just like virgin on the sexual it's got to go sexual emoji so I'm assuming Mm. aubergine's peaches or maybe it's like what happened in our group you know, that uh, weird Japanese cartoon that we shared. Oh, back in back when we lived in England, one yeah. kid accidentally sent some manga porn. Oh, like a few times. The one gif. Yeah. Of some pretty it was per- explicit manga porn. It was porn. so graphic. But it was I like was a split so- second yeah. of... A moment of excitement. <laughs> it was terrible. Because <laughs> Mikey ran over to show me and I was like, oh, it's Mikey so didn't cute. even know what he was looking at. He's so no, innocent. he was so much more. I'm more innocent than Mikey. He ran over and was like, mommy, look at this. This is not good. And I was like, yeah. ah, it's grand. It's very cute. And he was like, mommy, no, it's not take cute. Take another look. It's like a magic <laughs> eye puzzle. Tina was like, oh. Took me forever. That's not a pole. And then by the time I figured it out. That was not a pole. It's not a tube. She's not going up and down the pole at all. No. Um, no. By the time I'd figured it out, his mother had totally handled the situation. Mm. But in between that, the poor child had tried to delete and actually resent the same gif maybe a hundred times. It was awful. It was I mean, awful. It was miraculous that he returned to school. But they're such nice he, kids. So they this were is, amazing class. This is the tricky thing here. What's going on with the kids in this WhatsApp group? They obviously all ratted her out. Your, but your kids are coming into contact with weird stuff oh, way sooner. Way weirder than When anything. was the first time, Tina, that you saw something resembling pornography? That's my question for you. Um, I still haven't. Last week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, very innocent girl and no, no like a born mag or a playboy or something i'll tell you when it was i was 11 years old and i was working in a little mini market mm-hmm. close to where i lived and the man who owned the mini market was doing some dodgy dealings like was, all mini market owners no, no like shame in it. people would come in and do a wink and a nudge to me and i'd have no clue what was going on <laughs> and then he i'd would like come to out. meet mr skin <laughs> yeah, he would come out and uh you're, you're he like would Homer. take the thing out, the panel, the panel out, the out of the ceiling, ceiling to get the dirty mags. Exchange, yeah, dirty mags, fire lighters. I don't know what are they fire called. Fire lighters. No, what are they called? Those things. Fireworks. Fireworks. And uh, I hated that job, so I just stopped turning up. I was only getting paid like one fifty p an hour, I think. Well, a few things for those of you that aren't familiar with nineteen nineties Ireland. The Playboy magazine only became legal in mm. Ireland in nineteen ninety four, and yeah. I can remember the first issue going on the shelf. And lads in my class trying to go in to get their hands really? on it. Really? Wow, that's um, so interesting because, like, it was so weird to me. I was like com- completely confused mm. as a woman as to why men mm. wanted to look at these. Imagine how these girls feel. Yeah, uh, they may not know the meaning of these emojis, 
but they know that they're being sent. Oh, no, they do, though, because we know that. We Not know that in school they are doing such a better job now preparing these kids for this stuff. So yeah. she sent Her the question wrong is, amount. what am I going to punish this kid with? I don't think she needs punishment. She's got enough punishment as it is. I mean, can you imagine the mortification of this? Hmm. I once wrote a letter to a guy and I'm still embarrassed by that you mentioned today you have a recurring time when you face palm yourself what was that about yeah it was sports day dad's race i've oh, talked yeah, about yeah, it a lot yeah yeah you relive that a lot like she's gonna relive this that's enough punishment for her just be kind just be kind to her guide know. her through it this. sounds like this mom tell her not to do this again tell the mm. school you know we all make mistakes they're learning we're learning as grown-ups okay well she seems adamant that a punishment is needed right that tells me mm. that we're not hearing yeah, everything we're right probably not hearing. so it's if she's saying what email. punishment is appropriate here it's a question yeah, of phone restrictions phone. yeah, yeah. Mm. uh but i think it comes down to trust right yeah so i've talked about this before where you know, you can monitor everything on your kid's phone. You can. It's possible to do it. You okay. can install then, things. Okay, then, Jared, I have a question for you. Why aren't we doing that? You, us? Yeah. Because it's faith and trust. I, I have total faith and trust in him. He doesn't trust us. He deletes all his history on his phone every time we look something up. Yeah, but I can still check it here. I can still check it here. Can I'm, you really I have the same Google account as him. And it's possible for me to restore the deleted so history. I just feel so old and, and decrepit when it comes to this stuff. Decrepit? I, yeah, I don't understand <laughs> it. I'm like, I barely understand my own phone. <laughs> you feel like an old pirate ship when it comes to this stuff. Um, look, we're all going to feel that at some point. Um, and I always think that surrendering to that idea of, oh, I don't know what they're up to now with the phones. That's exactly where they want you. Yeah, that's right. what they want. So right, but if these Muppets that what? can barely <laughs> like do maths can figure true. out. So clever now. No, no. I'm saying there's people in the world who are figuring out how to use all of this technology. Mm. You can, too. Mm. And it's a simple Google. It's a simple YouTube video away. Don't quit mm. on it. Don't quit. You're right. Do not accept that I'm old now and I don't know. You're right. I did that for probably 10 years. And now I do so much more technologically than I ever thought possible. I've yeah. trained myself up in all You're this so stuff. Right, and it took a week. You're it right. It took a week of We focus. have to keep up with our kids. We've we got do. to keep up with the tech and we've got to keep up with our kids. Because otherwise they're heading down some dark corners of the internet. They really don't know how to get out of and they can see things that will haunt them and trouble them oh, yeah, well, we know and that. perhaps put something up there that they can't get back yes yes and that's and very when it comes important. to these emojis and that it is a slippery slope towards that um there's I so many horror stories though, but punishment mightn't be the answer yeah i still don't think it is because what's the answer then i think you this girl is probably if you're not gonna punish yeah let's say let's say we're taking punishment off the table well, I know what you should do. You have to inform her of what's happened. Make sure she understands the consequence of what's happened. And then you're right. You still need to say, I trust you. I love you. But you're on a warning now. If you do it again. Then what? Then there's a consequence. What's that consequence? You lose your phone. For how long? This is the thing. It's like, we're, yeah, like this is <laughs> thing. It's not realistic. 
that like with punishment for, this is why this email is in age. because it's like what's a realistic punishment you say i'm going to take your phone you're saying i'm going to end your life you will but cease to exist no, socially with but your you're friends you're right like it's not realistic to say you can take their phone because you actually need them to have a phone <laughs> yeah yeah. But this is my point. Yeah. Is that so this is why this email is coming in. You can take WhatsApp away from their phone, though. You can delete that for a little while. You can. Mm, you and, can, and though. And still communicate through email or Viber. Or yeah, but it's not going to be as text easy message. for them. I mean, I just think there's... Here's, here's my recommendation, right? Sitting down with your kid and watching something like The Social Dilemma. Oh, that's brilliant. Well done. Like... Sorry. Sit down. Tune them in. Mm. you love them and you want to take care of them. Yeah. That's yeah. where That's what I'm talking about. The empathy. From. No punishment. Just Get on that on, page where it's like, uh, you know, people didn't want to wear safety belts when they got installed in yeah. cars. They said that what if the car crashes and I can't get out because of the safety belt? Then everybody started to understand mm. that these things were preventing more deaths than anything else on the road. It's just the same yeah. with us sitting down together and talking about how dangerous the Internet is. You can't see the dangers until it's done, until the car is crashed. Watch something with them. You'll, we'll, we'll probably link a documentary to somebody who's had their life destroyed by one terrible decision yeah. on their social media. No, I do think you're right. I think as parents of children age 10 up, we have to take this shit so seriously. We have to try and reach them somehow. Because they don't tend to listen to us. That's why we're so reliant on these schools doing this. And somehow get it true to them that the footprint, mm. is that what they call it? Yep. Or that you leave on the internet. It's permanent. It's permanent. Yeah, and we're in yeah. it together. That's yeah. the other thing I'd say to this mom. Just make sure yeah. they know I guess that we're in it together. This is also excellent the, email. the family's reputation. Yeah. This is your father's job and yeah. my job. I mean, it is terrifying. Yeah, it's terrible. Like we've had a lot of issues at the moment in Mikey's WhatsApp group, and it's always the girls. So maybe there's a, you know, a thing with girls. They need to find, try and reach them somehow in a different way. Hmm. It's because, funny because uh, the the statistics and the reports that I hear and what I've read is around a lot of teenagers being absolutely shit scared. To do anything now yeah that they're afraid to literally hook up with each other for fear of being filmed oh, that's so sad yeah that's so so, sad. so you know we are in the wild west like i think yeah. we will look back on this time and go wow we didn't have any regulation on that then hmm. uh, and in the same way we look back on dial-up internet and go are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the pain of dial-up internet I think that uh, there's probably going to come a day when the government and governments get on the same page around this. But well, for, only for now, today, you know, they did that vaping together. thing where they've made it illegal for anyone under the age of 16 to vape or buy one. I was like shocked that they could. They could? At, yeah. at what age? 16. I was really shocked by that. Holy flip. I know. Flippity whip. <laughs> I was really shocked, Jar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there you go. That's that's probably the best I, example. I just think that this question leaves me with a troubled feeling because I've got a kid this age and I know it's really tough. I think the punishment needs to be sitting down and watching something together. I think she actually needs to have the school do the punishment, not her. Don't make it personal. 
let her have the if there's going to be anything let it be the school that imposes it because that is she's going to take that way more seriously than mm. if you do it mm. and maybe you can spur the school on to yeah. do that anyway let us know how you get on please and let us know, uh, yeah. we will of course fill you guys in if you're members over on patreon.com forward slash irishman abroad I asked you a while ago, Tina, what was the most trouble that you ever got in as a kid? And you had the most boring answer mm-hmm. of all time because you were such a good kid. Reliable I remember to myself a fault. being good, but maybe I wasn't. Well, what the sense I get from being around your parents is that you were a very sarcastic teenager. What? I mean, that was just and, you know, you were that way when I met you. You were a teenager when I met you. Yeah. And, you know, You're like it Philip was Schofield. very much like <laughs> yeah, I, gr- I groomed you <laughs> from the age of 19. <laughs> I was 18. You were 19. You were grooming me. Oh, That's God, not funny. I wish it wasn't so dark. That is not funny. <laughs> it's very dark. I am really trying to rinse that thing for humor, but it is It's too hard. What he did is terrible. I'm so disappointed. The in funniest him. thing was the Eamon Holmes Interview. Oh my God! He was like gather round, children. Granddad is going to tell you what's really going on yeah. at this morning. Go on, Granddad. What, what's what's happening? It's very bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Come we're on, all on and, board with that. And I think nobody likes him. <laughs> You're like, okay, yeah. right, Grand, We're all hanging on. I don't know at what point in that interview that you look at me and go, what the fuck are we watching? Oh my God, because I was like, let's tune into this. And Jerry was like, what? And I was like, come on, Jerry, tune into this. It's going to be It's like- going to be amazing. We'll and really then it was just info. Eamon Holmes being like, I can't say I ever knew or didn't know, but like, isn't it terrible? It was so strange. He was so that guy and from so Dairy Girls. Uh, yeah, he really was Kevin McAleer. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you, when I used to work on this morning, we got a taxi over from yeah. the hotel. And who'd pay for the taxi? No, I didn't keep the receipts. <laughs> it's so oh, true. God. It was but it's like, still so, you so dark. Oh, it's awful. It's because, terrible. Th- you know, there's a victim in the middle of this. And also, we lived in England. And that's Holly, Holly Willoughby. Yeah. <laughs> we lived in England, though. And I was like, this guy, he's a really great he's guy. He's a really great guy. I really trusted him. And you even like, let him skip the queue for the queen. <laughs> you were like, yeah, but like, oh. Philip would never do that intentionally. And but now, David like, queued up twice. David Beckham was honestly, like, I'll queue up. I'll queue up twice. Because <laughs> the people that, obviously, Holly and Philip have made it, they've made it, you know, it's made it tit themselves. <laughs> I'll, I'll queue up twice for them and we'll be even. No, David, that'll slow down the queue. <laughs> what? <laughs> but like, really, I thought this guy's just a lovely guy. And then uh, a, a you're lovely, right. judgy guy. Yeah, he was. A bit, well, now now it's clear. Now, hmm. in retrospect, you know, that's the thing of I told you so, is that you're like, well, maybe he was a bit judgy hmm. and maybe he was a bit. You know, but it, I'm just so sad that this well, happened. Also, it it really resonates in Ireland because everyone grew up where someone was outed at some point as a in the community as a pedophile. You know, it that is tragically through the country. True, yeah. What priest was there? A priest in your area? There was, was a, a priest pri- in mine. Yeah. Well, the priest that I know of the most was uh, well, I'm not no name names. names. <laughs> she said, "Look to Tina." They're like, "Don't do it." Unless but, he's in prison. But I know that where my mom grew up, 
a family in the area took in somebody as their own son. No. He went on to become a priest. They sent him to that school. They sent their grandchildren there and he abused all of their grandchildren. Oh, it was just it was so heartbreaking. It actually made the the granddad have a heart attack when he found out. It was awful. There's no happy ending. Yeah, yeah it's like, <laughs> there's no happy this ending. This is the most back home in Ireland you've ever been. There's Literally no happy ending. Terrible. Terrible. Terrible story. It's terrible. You know, the this evening at dinner, uh, <laughs> speaking of farming stimulator, <laughs> Mikey sat at the table with his brand new Irish accent, turning to his cousin and discussing what is the best tractor. <laughs> yeah, it's so <laughs> Deadly true. serious. Like he was talking about Premier League footballers. Uh, the Massey Ferguson is the best, but the John Deere looks the best. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I think what he never said was more back the in John Ireland. Deere may look the best, but it's not the best performer. And Jarla turned to me and said, get Aidan Kennedy and Dermot Fuddle on the phone. They're going to love this. <laughs> and again, you did your dad there. Nobody knows who the fuck Aidan Kennedy and Dermot Fuddle are. You know, uh, listening to this, like, well, Aiden what does. are you doing? Aidan listens. Hello, Aidan. <laughs> Hello, Sarah. Tina's dad has a habit of dropping into conversation. A uh, big shame, Jimmy Tom. <laughs> and I'm like, Mick, I don't know who that is. <laughs> he goes, you do. I'm like, I really don't. <laughs> we started out with this, this long tangent with who you were as a teenager before we go into this final question. Yeah. Because some of the challenges you're having with your kid I really think if you cast your mind back to who you were mm. then, mm-hmm. it might be easier to handle their shocking and annoying counter, uh, like anti-authority, yeah. anti-establishment behavior because you did it too. But you know what I find is the hardest, even with all my experience, all my training, I find that I still go to, but I'm a really nice mom. Why you being mean to me? You know, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm on your, I'm, you know, I'm trying. I'm, I'm hip, under- I'm cool. Yeah, I'm hip, I'm cool. <laughs> like, honestly, I yeah, do find like myself the, the thinking that. good mom and mean girls. Yeah, I do find myself thinking that because I'm like, why are you being so I'm mean to nice me? Mom. Yeah, but I'm on your side. How can you possibly be mean to me right now? This morning, I tried to hit my age there. Um, Mikey was being really rude to me sorry Mikey for calling you out and then you said do you want to come over and feed the dogs or something and and then what happened that uh he was like uh I I said yeah uh, Mikey you're are you or are you gonna annoy me and he said no I'm only gonna annoy her yeah I'm only trying to annoy her yeah he he literally said those words and he was like I was looking to the audience I was trying to look for the audience and go Tina looked to the camera I was like look See what I mean? See? See? <laughs> but like, I just made, because I know I was a gent as a kid. <laughs> I just wondered what kind of a kid you were and know. exactly how, how challenging you were. Because. I know I was very independent from a very young age. You are, like, I love how willful you are. I was very independent. I don't go along with willful. But I know that I walked myself to nursery. You said your ambition in life was to be a single mother. Yeah, I just didn't understand why you like, would why ever Why would you tie yourself man. down with a husband? Yeah, I used to, age of four, be like, I can't wait to be a mom, a single mom, do it on my own. <laughs> like, myself. 
But um, I know that I definitely wouldn't allow anyone to bring me or collect me from nursery. And I was nursery. Like three, three years play old. Play school. I'll take myself to school. Thank you very much. <laughs> I know that my Auntie Pat, God rest her, was visiting one point and uh, she turned up to collect me from play school and I stomped the whole way home, age three, and gave out to my mother for the idea that anyone would collect me from nursery. <laughs> like, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it does remind me of that uh, TikTok video that's doing the rounds and we'll drop in the audio. <laughs> Of the kid getting off the bus and going, Mom, terrible sandwich. (laughs) I haven't seen this. By the way, Mom, terrible sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's get to a final question. Hey, Charlotte and Tina, I absolutely love your show. I tell everyone I meet to listen to it. I hope not. I hope you're not meeting (laughs) every single person. Postman's here. By the way. Have you heard of this parenting podcast? If I'm honest, hearing other people's parenting problems really does help me feel like I'm not the only one crying into my pillow at night. We've all done that. Uh, We've all done that. (laughs) Here is my problem. I can't deal with my kids' spoiled behavior anymore. My eight-year-old daughter is so disrespectful. She just doesn't listen to anything. Now, the simplest demands take 100 times for her to do 100 reminders i assume right she isn't to ask ask her 100 times to do things her attitude is just disgustingly out of control eight years old wow she thinks she runs things and can do whatever she wants on her time she has her father wrapped around her finger i feel so alone this is tough. This gets tougher and well, tougher. She just I can't. Question there. Uh, yeah, I can't handle it anymore. I'm really about to lose it. Yeah. And all jokes aside, that's not fun. That's no crack. And also, you're talking mental health here. Yeah, there's nothing more disempowering than feeling like you have no control over your child. And she, the the answer lies within her question there. Unfortunately, until she gets her husband. On Play side ball. and clear about what they want from their daughter, what's expected, what the boundaries are. She's losing. So it's not even a problem with her child here. Yeah. Her kid's oh, not yeah. the issue. I <laughs> go all, like, I go all on. like, oh yeah. No, oh, no. Yeah. no. Like no. this is going to be the quickest yeah. answer we've ever given. Yeah. Because. Uh, she doesn't even have to worry about her kid. She just needs to get her husband on side. Easier said than done. Oh, I know. Because oh, number one. God, I know. Husband oh, yeah. will know he's the favorite. Oh, yeah. And that is a position that is luxurious. Oh, yeah. She's the caps. I'm really on your side. Yeah. Tina's leaned back in her chair looking at me, nodding her head like, yeah. the truth is coming out, well, ain't I, it, Jar? Do you know what I sometimes is really tough for me? When I'm what? in school and I'm in my classroom, I am the fun teacher. I am strict, but I am so fun. All the kids really tend to like me and i know that that sounds really boastful but you know that's your rep i've witnessed this lads yeah it's like like i'm not gonna go on about this because it'll just inflate her ego too much no 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 no. but when she'd walk by the fence 
really? on her day off, the kids would run to the fence like the Beatles were going yeah, by. Yeah, and it's really beautiful because they know <laughs> that I love them. Absurd. And Pi- they're Piper loved shit. and they're like, Mrs. Regas, hey, oh my it's, God. Yeah, and she's uh, not putting top on that. That yeah. is what happens. But and uh, then in my house, oh yeah, Charlotte is the man. Mommy is so was, mean. Was, was, no, was, no, was. No, it's no, definitely no, changed. No, there was... No. There was a time when I was the dad in this email mm-hmm. where I really didn't do much disciplining, if any. No. And, and I once, built you up too much, yeah. to be honest. Because you were always away. I would be saying, isn't I the best? Daddy's working so hard for us. I'd build you and up. And I'd be doing the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God that bitch is gone. Oh, <laughs> We'd be out of like... That's just the two of us now. Oh, when is she back? <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. But by not doing that, mm. what you were doing, I was doing it. By not being there and being a united front, mm-hmm. it was creating a cognitive dissonance, if you mm-hmm. want to call it that, between his expectation from one parent, yes. expectation from another, Completely. clarity on the rules. So she's doing this because she knows I'll look at dad and he'll go, honey, take it easy. Yeah. And yeah. that's all they need. The yeah. tiny gap oh, in the yeah, door. Absolutely. I was the gap in the door. Uh, but the second we straightened that out, things improved. That's not to say that they're perfect. No, of <laughs> course not. But far it's from never perfect. going to be perfect. No, it never is. There's no such thing. No, but this is easy question. This has nothing to do with your little girl. Yeah. Right now, but no. maybe when you get your, right. you know, husband said, to get on the same page as you, maybe there it will be other stuff. How? So get back in touch. How do you get him on the same page if he is reluctant to do so? If he's if reluctant, if she's not to... married to a guy like uh, me, well, it's true. If he's if he's enjoying being the hero, can be tough. This is my point. Yeah, that can be tough. So what you gotta, I think, do is bring him around by saying, "Put yourself in my shoes." Mm. Let's reverse the roles. That's what I had to do to you. Let's hear how you would feel if she only wanted to hang out with me. Mm. And every time you appeared in the room, it was like, ah, the cops are here. Mm -hmm. Because Justin, you can use and weaponize his elevated position against him because the thought of losing it and actually realizing that, oh my God. God, can you imagine what that would be like? Mm. And go, that's me. That's me, hon. That's who I am. And we're not asking to have you put down or put down in the gutter. No. We're going to get both of us on a level place where we're your folks. We can have fun. Yeah. But at the end of the day, bedtime means bedtime from both of us. And I really would love to hear from this person and see how this pans out, because that's simple change. If you can get your husband on side. Like it's going to be night and day, right? This can yeah. happen quite quickly. Oh, yeah. But she is going to need, probably need a little bit more help then because there's going to be a period of it being like, yeah. oh, she's fallen into line and then she's going to push back. Yeah, 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 yeah. OK, right. Well, we have an awful lot more to get through over on Patreon.com forward slash Irish Man Abroad. We'll be talking more about Philip Schofield. Uh, Tina's got another question back from somebody. Uh, who is the person that's getting back this week, Tina? You don't know? Okay. <laughs> she doesn't have the email to hand. That's, that's okay. You, you me on the uh, we'll be there. talking about consent and, of course, Catholic schools trying to teach sex education, which mm. is always a little bit tricky. 
You can get access to that and bonus episodes, extra content every single week and a huge archive for your long walks away from the family where I chat to the greatest Irish people ever to have lived. Yeah. We're talking Tom Dunn, Boy George, um, Sharon, Horgan. Sharon Horgan, Imelda May, Imelda May, Sir Terry Wogan, Marion Keys, Samantha Dermot. Barry, Ruby Walsh. You name them, Laura I've interviewed Whitmore. them. They're in there. Um, and these chats are, I'm, prou- I'm so proud of these. Come on over, start enjoying it. It's how we support the show. Yeah. Proud partner, of course, as always. And also by me, by me have been in touch to say how grateful they are how many people have come signed over, up yeah which is amazing it's great and uh, the feedback from you guys about the app has been great great and we're still uh, collecting emails about traumas or trauma in the supermarket we're going to do a special yeah. bumper uh, moment on that uh, get them into honey you're ruining your kid at gmail.com tina you are the best thank you for this episode love you see you guys over on patreon Honey, you're ruining our kid with Jarlath and Tina, a Go Loud parenting podcast proudly sponsored by Buy Me, the only way to get done stores delivered to your door in as little as an hour. Don't forget, use code HONEY10 for €10 Euro off your first order. T's and C's apply.